Hello everyone, this is the second episode of the podcast called No Idea. So I am Jenny and this is my co-host, Allie Hewling. Hey guys. There she is. Um, We discussed having her have a foreign accent and then people would be like, ooh, she's foreign, I want to listen, but no, she's she's American. (laughs) Simple, plain, real, authentic, which leads us into what we're going to be talking about today, so stay tuned. But, Allie, will you tell our listeners why we decided to call this podcast No Idea? Because I think some of them are curious. Yeah, so it's actually a really funny story. Um, Jenny and I were talking about what we were going to call this podcast that we wanted to do because we've been wanting to do it for a while. And I was talking to my boyfriend one day, um, just kind of about like how we were gonna do this thing, and it was really exciting and really fun. And he's like, so what are you gonna call it? And I was like, I have no idea. Boom, there it is. And then it was just there, the light bulb went off, like the heavens opened, angels were singing, like it just was there. And um, so then I kind of just like, that's it. We're gonna call it No Idea. Eureka. (laughs) Yeah, because we have no idea what we were going to call it, and they have no idea what we're going to talk about every week. Yes, it's just a surprise for you guys every single time, so you're welcome. But that's the reason we call it No Idea. And we also figured that you guys want to know who the heck you're listening to, so we're just going to do a little icebreaker question for the both of us. Are you ready, Allie? I'm so ready. Is your seatbelt and helmet on? Um, I have two seatbelts and two helmets. (laughs) For both of your heads (laughs) Okay, I'm so glad you're so prepared. The question is, if your life were a set of categories on Jeopardy, and there are six, mind you, that's right, I'm Alex Trebek, and this is Jeopardy, (laughs) Um, what would they be? So, Allie, tell me what yours would be, summarizing your life. Okay, so my first one would just be a compilation of just my favorite things. Mm. You know, just like coffee, tea, my dog, Mm. all that good stuff. I love your dog, too. Percy's so cute. Percy's so cute. Anyway, and then I would do music because I just love music so much. Um, Adventuring and just the different places that I'd love to go or the places that I've been. Um, Also, my bucket list because um, I have a really big bucket list. She really likes buckets. (laughs) (laughs) You know me. (laughs) Um, Then I would just do like the arts, like books, literature, like actual Mm -hmm. art. Mm-hmm. And then I would do um, movies and TV shows because I watch too many. <laughs> Please help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, if I were going to categorize my life into six Jeopardy categories, one would be funny stories. I tell them and have them a lot. The next one would be classic blunders. These are the stories that are almost in the funny story category, but they're a little too painful for me to share. Just mistakes <laughs> I've made. <laughs> Embarrassing moments, stuff like that. Um... TV and movie quotes, because I quote them way too often. Um, Somebody send help. (laughs) Please, someone. (laughs) Um, Next one is deep thoughts. I feel like I have a lot of them. People don't give me credit for them, but, you know, (laughs) I write them down. Um, Then my favorite things, like Allie's. And the next one is travels, because, you know, we love the places of the world. So, those would be our categories. Yeah. In case you were wondering who you were listening to, it's Jenny and Allie, and this is our show. No, no idea. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> so, we wanted to introduce what we were going to talk about today. Hope you guys are excited. Allie has two seatbelts and two helmets on, if that's telling you something. Um, you should be excited, too. 
Our topic today is about vulnerability and authenticity. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> so good one. if you want to put on an extra seatbelt, now's the time to do it. Um, Allie, would you define vulnerability for us just so we all have a feel of what we're talking about? Um, yes. This is the Webster Dictionary Definition. Oh, so. The pièce de résistance. It is so professional. Go on. <laughs> okay. So vulnerability is the quality or state of being exposed to the possibility of being attacked or harmed either physically or emotionally, mm. which I think is not the definition that you would expect to hear when we're on the topic of vulnerability but it makes sense because mm -hmm. when you like personally when i think of vulnerability it's more like oh like soft feelings we're just being deep like, and, just talking about my feelings yeah with you. <laughs> yeah but i think with vulnerability there is like that aspect of like there is a possibility of being exposed yeah. to that harm, mm -hmm. um, whether it is physically or emotionally. Mm -hmm. so. It's like, I'm going to open up however that looks like in the moment, and we don't know what the outcome is going to be, but I'm going to choose to do it anyway. So yeah. it could go really good or it could go really bad. Yeah. So saying that, um, just so you guys know, I will probably mention the name Brene Brown multiple times in this episode. I don't know, maybe once, twice, 5,000 times. Mm -hmm. um, if you haven't heard of her, she is a researcher and she has many videos on YouTube and has been on TED Talks and has a podcast, so go and look her up. But she literally studies shame and vulnerability, so it's kind of crazy how much you listen to her and you're like, oh my gosh, she's reading my diary. Um, but she says, vulnerability sounds like truth and feels like courage. And I just think that's a perfect example of everything we experience when we are vulnerable with other people. Is like, to them it just sounds like I'm doing this thing, creating this thing, and then letting people see it, or I'm telling you about how I feel, telling you how I've been hurt, etc, etc. Um, it can just take many different forms, but to that person sharing, it sounds like the most create, like courageous thing to them. You're like, I don't know what'll happen, but here I am, and I'm just showing up. Yeah. So, yeah. With that, Allie, what has been your experience with authenticity and vulnerability? Yeah, um, kind of just to set the stage, um, when Jenny and I were just preparing for this, like, as we were sharing, like, on the topic of authenticity and vulnerability, I kind of started noticing um, that my struggles with vulnerability tend to be more, I can be real and authentic with other people, but I can't be really real and authentic with myself. So that's kind of just where I'm coming at um, on this topic of vulnerability. Um, which I don't know if any of you guys can relate to that. Um, Explain a little bit more about that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like? So um, when I say like I can be vulnerable and authentic with others, um, and I can like share a little bit about like my roots and how I honestly think that came about, but um, I can just on I have no issue like telling people what I think is happening in my life, or like if I think I'm failing or struggling in an area, or like if I feel like I'm doing something wrong or if I'm ashamed of something about myself, like I'll just full force just tell people about it and there will be no shame there. But if there's something internally that I don't really want to admit to myself, I'm ashamed of it and I don't want to bring that to the light or bring that into a place where like, okay, like I have to own this and I have to deal with it. So going to people with it, no problem. But bringing it to myself, Mm -hmm. And being like, 
no, this is actually where I'm at and that's okay. I think that's the thing I have the hardest time with. Mm-hmm. So. so word vomiting, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly, no, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> yes, as we were talking about that, I realized I had the opposite problem. So for me, oh yeah, I can like admit things to myself and like keep it to me. And I'm like, okay, I have problems in this area. I'm struggling with this, et cetera, et cetera. But then opening up to other people is like sometimes like pulling teeth to me. No one likes getting their teeth pulled. <laughs> but um, as you can tell, I have a full of mouth of dentures. <laughs> Just kidding. I have all my teeth. <laughs> um, but opening up to other people has been always really difficult for me because I fear being betrayed or maybe like I tell people this thing about me and it's not validated by them or they just kind of brush it off or they tell other people that I'm not comfortable with knowing that and so it's kind of the opposite problem for me but just so all you guys know we are both in the process of becoming more healthy in this and like growing we have grown so we're sharing that with you but we have so much farther to go yeah I mean don't we all yeah so it's true it's um for lack of a better word the skill of being vulnerable and authentic Mm -hmm. like that's like a lifelong kind of process that we all go through Mm -hmm. um and everyone's just in a different place which and as we were talking about that I thought like how awesome is it that we're bringing two different perspectives to the table and we can play off of each other like that Mm -hmm. and like yeah I just thought that was so just profound Mm -hmm. and really cool love that love working with you Um, tell our audience what you said earlier that I was like, oh my gosh, Allie, that's so good. Write that down. Yeah. <laughs> so I wrote it down for her. <laughs> um, so we were just, again, chatting about the whole topic. And I said, it's better to deal with things now than not deal with them at all. Um, because what kind of life is that if you just stuff everything down mm-hmm. rather than dealing with the things that you know need to be dealt with? Um, and... I think this is something that I've been coming to a realization like this year um, where the things that I don't want to admit to myself, if I don't grow past them, then this is all I'll ever have Mm -hmm. in this moment. That would be such a great loss. It would be such a great loss. Mm -hmm. And like, there's such like a deeper level of just joy in life Mm -hmm. that comes from that that spot of authenticity and vulnerability, being able to just hey, this is who I am, Mm -hmm. and I'm in process, and that's totally fine. Um, Just that coming from that spot where just there's no shame or embarrassment Mm -hmm. based on where you've been or where you're going or different things like that. Um, But being able to be like, you know what, I'm pursuing life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We are on our way up. (laughs) Yes. Um, we just we're pursuing life and life abundant mm-hmm. because that's what's been promised to us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we want life, we want joy, mm-hmm. we want peace, we want those things. And so, um, I think a really big piece of that is being able to be vulnerable and authentic mm-hmm. in that. And people tell stories about opening up and then just getting shot down or you know rejected in some kind of way, and when they have the courage to open up again about that same topic but they are loved and received in a good way that is like one of their deepest joys so i think for many years i did not understand how 
opening myself up to other people and basically to attack, right? To the possibility of not being received well sounded so scary to me that I was like questioning, like, why would I even try if there's a possibility of being rejected? And then I realized just over time and probably like last year, maybe the year before, that that is the only deep level of joy you'll get to, right? Um, yeah. My next question will allude to who told me that in the first place. But, yeah. Allie, is there anyone in your life that you know personally or not that has modeled vulnerability really well for you? Yeah, I have two people that come to mind, um, if that's okay if I share both of them. Oh, yeah, no, you're not limited here. You <laughs> oh, just go for it. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, the first one I'm going to mention is my dad. Um, my dad has been one of honestly just like my greatest inspirations when it comes to vulnerability and authenticity um he's the kind of guy like he just is who he is and he's not ashamed of it and he just owns up to where he is whether it's good or bad or he's in process or just um he's not doing hot or he's doing great um and he's not he's just not afraid to be who he is and I, that's just something that's been modeled from my childhood, mm-hmm. where I've just seen my dad in process with different things, and he wasn't ashamed of it, or like, maybe he was, but it didn't change the fact that he was still going through things, mm-hmm. and just teaching me like, hey, life isn't like cut and dry, where like everything is nice all the time, but instead life can be really messy and really hard. But what are you going to do while you're going through things like that? You know, what are you going to choose? Um, and I just, I just really admire the fact that my dad, the biggest lesson he taught me was it's okay to not be okay. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's the first person. And um, the second one is actually my grandma, who's actually his mom. <laughs> oh, it just runs in the family. Yeah. Uh, you know what that means? You got those genes. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that denim. That's what Got I'm talking that about. Denim. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, my grandma, same way. Like, it's okay to not be okay. And she was always there to process things with me. Oh, what like, a great grandma. Yeah, if I just needed, like, a processing buddy, like, I'm going through things. I didn't know what to do. Like, she would just give me such wisdom and grace and just this just giant reflection just of love, mm-hmm. even when things were messy and really scary. Oh, and so, just, like, the two biggest lessons I've learned from people whom I love very much is, like, it's okay to not be okay, and people will come alongside of you yeah. when you're doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, those are my two models of just vulnerability and authenticity. Mm-hmm. How about you, Jenny? Okay, well, mine is someone who is basically my older sister. Not by blood, I wish. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> um She and I were serving in a ministry together. How many years ago? It was two. Right? Yeah, I met her about two years ago. Okay. She's like seven years older than me, eight years older than me. I was like, can you just like be my actual older sister? Yeah. But she models vulnerability so well because she just understands that the areas that will cause the greatest loss will also cause the greatest joys. And I never understood that until I met her. And just watching how she lives her life taught me that. She never actually had to say those words to me for me to understand that. And I remember one time I was really struggling with something and I went and I talked to her about it because I trust her with my life. And um, 
the next day, she was like, hey, how are you feeling? And I was like, I'm good. And I wasn't fully good, but I did feel a little bit better. But she like came over to me and she's like, you don't have to be completely okay now. It just happened yesterday. And I was like, oh, you're right. I don't have to be fully okay now. Yeah. And so I think she's also someone who doesn't run away from certain emotions. Mm-hmm. And I have been in the past where... I'm like, this is very frustrating. I'm going to not deal with it right now. Or this is very sad to talk about. I'm not gonna, I'm just going to not deal with it right now. But she doesn't run away from those things, and she just embraces them, which all, like, ultimately makes the process so much better instead of wasting time and, you know, ignoring things. Mm. Um, so, yeah, she's been my inspiration. <laughs> love you, Shannon. <laughs> if Shannon. you're listening out there. Oh, we Shannon. love you, Shannon. <laughs> Talk about you all the time, Shannon. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Um, and our second to last question. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Are Again. you guys ready? Okay, you can't answer right now. You're on a podcast. Um, <laughs> how can we create an atmosphere in which authenticity and vulnerability is valued? Hmm. That's a really big question. It is. Um, something like I was just thinking of as we were talking is I think boundaries are extremely important when we're talking about vulnerability mm-hmm. because we know that there's just certain things we shouldn't share with certain people in our life. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not even for any bad reason. It's just you don't need everyone to know everything about you. Mm-hmm. And so my greatest recommendation, first and foremost, would be have a small, close-knit group of people that you share things with mm-hmm. in that, like your inner circle of people that just you can go to because again not everyone needs to know every dark thing about you or every secret that you have um that's not like what we're asking you guys to do at all (laughs) (laughs) just to be clear (laughs) tell all your secrets like no 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 because that's that's not healthy either that's going to the complete opposite end of the spectrum Mm -hmm. um that's a whole another set of that, therapy. Yeah, that that's, just... that's just like a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I would say like find like that close inner circle that you can just share things with. Just trustworthy people who like you love and respect so much that are able to pour into you and you into them as well. Because that's important mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, I would say that's extremely just important. Just knowing the people that you're actually mm-hmm. being vulnerable with. Yeah. Um, also, can I say one yes. thing about that? Is that I feel like this is, I don't know, this is what I have done in the past. It has helped me in a way I can see how people be like, uh, that's a little weird, but you know, sometimes I write down the people in my life that I can trust and that I know are completely safe people. And then I make another list. I'm like, well, maybe for certain situations, these people, but maybe not for others. Mm. And so that is making lists of people in your life, if you think that's weird or not. But that has really helped me because it's just put it in a place in front of me where I can see it. Mm. And I think that if I have doubts about a person, I kind of just take a step back and I just reevaluate that friendship. And I'm like, is this healthy? Do I see this growing or deteriorating? What's going Mm. on? Also, if that person is going through a hard thing, you know, you should be there, be there for them too. Um, but if it's getting toxic, take a few steps back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. We want to trust the people that we share our stuff with. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And we don't want any one-sided friendships in a way. We're mm-hmm. 
someone's like, I trust you with my life. Word vomit, word vomit, word vomit. And you're like, oh my gosh, I barely have enough time for my own problems. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do yours too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. no, that's for sure. We want to make sure we know the people we're sharing things with are actually able to like emotionally and mentally mm-hmm. like handle what we're giving to them, mm-hmm. which yeah, no, nah, that's so good. Um, do you have another one? I'm trying to think. Cause it is such a big question. Um, mm-hmm. I would say just another thing uh, would be, hmm, I think everyone just cultivating that in themselves is a huge thing, Mm -hmm. because how can you expect other people to be vulnerable with you if you're not trying to do that yourself and be that for someone else? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's not only going out and finding that community, but being a community Mm -hmm. for people to be able to be vulnerable with. Mm And if you're not in a spot to be able to do that, then being authentic and vulnerable enough to say that you're not in a spot to do that. <laughs> it always comes around. Yeah. 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 It's mm-hmm. such a huge thing. Just that whole topic of authenticity and vulnerability. It is. Can't believe we decided to cover it. Wow. I know. We really dream big, don't we? Uh, um, shooting for the stars. <laughs> this is also something, I don't know, maybe I did get this from Brene Brown. Maybe I heard it somewhere else. Maybe it just popped into my mind. But courage begets courage. So if you are brave, other people will be inspired to be brave too. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with vulnerability, where if you share something, that might really free someone else to think, okay, I can be comfortable sharing that too. And so sometimes it does take just taking the first step. Yeah. And then other people will follow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. So, as we're winding down with this podcast, thank you listeners for hanging in um, (laughs) this long, but we just want to challenge you guys. This week, or this month, or this year, sometime, just try to identify areas in your own life where maybe you're not being honest and real with yourself, or honest and real with others, and define why. Are you afraid are you just nervous? Are you scarred by past? Um, just hurts and maybe like scars that people have left on you. Do you need to bring this to the Lord? Um, and what steps do you need to take to become, you know, healthy in that area? Yeah. So that is our challenge to you guys. Any other thoughts, Allie? Hmm. Hmm. I think that's all I have. I think we're wrapping it up. Yeah. That is our gift to you guys. Here we are putting on a bow and sending it to you. Just let that sink in. Um, yeah, this has been your hosts, Jenny and Allie, on the podcast No Idea. So thank you guys for everything that you've um, hung in there so far. You've just been so faithful with our last two episodes. So <laughs> just we imagine. Yes, just imagine what a third one will do. Yeah, <laughs> but nice stuff. yeah, if you know us, message us and be like, hey, what else do you want to hear about? We are open to any ideas. But yeah, take this idea and run with it. We will see you guys around, but not really. We will listen to you guys. No, wait, podcast. You'll hard. hear from us. You will hear from us. There it is. All right, signing off, Jenny and Allie.